The Week of Weeks. Five. Friday. Why call it Good Friday? Good Friday has been described as the most awful and horrible day in the history of humanity. No event before or since has ever been more tragic. No suffering has ever been so unfitting. But no one else, save Jesus Christ, has ever lived without sin. No other human has ever been God in person, the incarnate Son, Jesus Christ. No horror surpasses what transpired on the cross on a hill outside Jerusalem nearly 2,000 years ago in the death of Jesus Christ. Why call it Good Friday when evil was in the ascendant on that fateful day? Right from the beginning of his story in the Gospels, the Gospel authors write of the shadow of death stalking Jesus. And darkness came to the fore on that week, which we now call Holy Week, that we've been considering in this series, The Week of Weeks. How come? First, the religious leaders of the Jewish people had conceived their evil plot in secret. They planned to entrap Jesus with his own words, which then evolved into a conspiracy to kill him. Second, the religious leaders discovered a willing accomplice, Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve selected by Jesus, one of his disciples. Under the cover of darkness, Judas slipped away from the supper Jesus was hosting for his friends, the Last Supper, to deliver him over to his enemies. Such a vile act of betrayal. Third, in the shadows of the Mount of Olives, where Jesus withdrew that evening to pray, a mob arrived, armed with swords and clubs, out of the gloom. At what hour Jesus asked, in Matthew 26, to the mob, have you come out against a thief with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day, as I sat in the temple teaching, you did not seize me. But this was their hour, the hour of darkness. And in that threatening dark, his friends fled and abandoned him to his fate. What injury when friends flee. Fourth, as Jesus is manhandled by the arresting mob to appear for a nighttime session of the Jewish council, which consisted of the chief priests, the scribes and the elders, Peter, one of his disciples, lingers in the shadows. Jesus is falsely accused and unjustly condemned to die by the malevolent leadership of his own people. 
And in those murky surroundings, Peter denies his Lord. I do not know him. He insists in denial. And in the darkness, the soldiers who held him captive, blindfold, mock and torture Jesus. Such vile malignance. And in the twilight of the dawning day, Jesus is taken away to Pilate, the Roman governor, who seals his fate and condemns him to death. And he's then led outside the city walls to be crucified as a criminal by a Roman execution squad. And fifth, at noon, in the sunlit day, darkness mysteriously descends and lasts for three hours as Jesus hangs on the cross of shame. It is a supernatural event. Darkness is associated with God's judgment throughout Scripture. In Amos H and verse 9, the prophet records, In that day, declares the Lord, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth in broad daylight. That day had arrived. In the darkest hour, God's judgment would fall on his sinless son on behalf of sinful humanity. And in the deep darkness at three in the afternoon, we hear a cry of dereliction from Jesus. In a loud voice summoning all of his failing strength, Jesus cries out, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus is abandoned as he carried the judgment of God against sin on his dying self. And he dies. He breathes his last. And lastly, as evening proper falls on that Friday, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the Jewish council who had no part in the kangaroo court of the previous evening, took courage and asked Pilate for the dead body of Jesus, whom he buried in a fresh rock-hewn tomb. And darkness fell as Jesus is led to rest. As we have seen in this final reflection on Holy Week, the Jewish leadership, Judas, the mob, the soldiers, meant what was done to Jesus for evil. But God meant it for good. God was at work doing his greatest good in humanity's most awful evil. God wrote good on the single worst day in history, as one commentator has said. The good, the good of sins forgiven, death defeated, 
peace restored, paradise regained, life in all its fullness given by the death of the life giver. And all this because Jesus died. He died for you and for me. He died for us all. He died in our place. Satan, the evil one, and sinful humanity meant that that faithful Friday for evil. But God meant it for good. And so we can rightly call it Good Friday, as it was for our good.